Hey, welcome to uh, our 26th podcast in Season 2 of uh, Beer, Baseball, and Vines. Did I get that order right for once? Yeah. Mike Gettle usually does this, our CEO. This is Steve Carpenter, our Chief Supply Chain Officer at Yakima Hops, Yakima Chief Hops. And we've got uh, Levi Wyatt joining us today. Um, Mike came into Levi's... uh, office a few minutes ago and said hey start warming up the bullpen you're doing the podcast today so welcome levi hey thanks for having me steve and uh, we've also are lucky to have william Poole, who is the head brewer at ardent craft ales out of richmond virginia and william welcome to the podcast i'm guessing things are pretty exciting in your neck of the woods uh after the uh, nationals have won the uh, national league pennant yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, Richmond is pretty close to D.C., and we've got a bunch of Nats fans down here who are uh, over the moon. First World Series in the franchise history, so yeah. they're very excited to be there. That is absolutely amazing. Congratulations. Uh, and the sad part for me as a Seattle Mariner fan is that leaves the Mariners as the last team in the uh, current yeah. league. So. We either have to pray for expansion very quickly to get a couple <laughs> more teams or hope that the Mariners will be in there in the next few years. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's exciting. I, I, it is. I, you know, sat down looking at the playoffs. I think most of us could have predicted that uh, the Astros and the Yankees would probably battle it out for the American League pennant. But uh, I don't think anyone saw the, uh, the Washington Nationals uh, coming. No, no, very surprising. Um, but, you know, towards the end of the season, they put together one heck of a run. And uh, I don't think they surprised themselves, but uh, I think a couple of us were pretty surprised that they're there. Yeah. Uh, I, they were at one point in May, I was reading somewhere, they were like 19 and 31. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They had a rough start. Yeah. They must have, uh, at that point, uh, uh, Dave Martinez must have uh, decided, all right, from this day on, Everyone is drinking an ardent craft beer after the game. Yeah, I hope that's what he said in the uh, in, in the dugout in the locker room. That would, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. So, William, we have thank you so much for uh, being on the podcast, but also for sending up some uh, some wonderful beer. Uh, we have your IPA X in front of us. We all poured nice. a little bit of that. The aroma is just amazing. I haven't sipped it yet, but I will here in a minute. <laughs> That one looks amazing. And then we also have uh, your Pilsner. And uh, also in a bottle, we've got your Ardent IPA. And I assume that's a little different than the IPAX. It is. The uh, the IPA, or Ardent IPA, is more along the lines of a West Coast IPA. Okay. Um, whereas the X is a, a little bit hazier, a little bit uh, you know fruitier and juicier. Yeah. Um, I won't go quite so far as to say it's New England style, but it's certainly of the uh, East Coast variety. Yeah, it's uh, definitely an interesting beer. Have you tried it yet, Levi? Yeah, it tastes amazing. Yeah. Thanks. Good. So uh, just uh, for a little background for you, William, uh, Levi does our corporate social responsibility. He's our coordinator for our programs there. And uh, so he did a little bit of cramming here recently yeah. and kind of looked at <laughs> some, of the, some of the fun things that you guys have been doing as well. And uh, Yeah, it looks like um, as of like, the last six months or so, you guys assembled a few bikes and uh, were able to circulate those back into your community. 
Yeah, every year we try and do, you know, at least one little service project. Um, so this past year we uh, we purchased and then assembled some bikes uh, to be uh, handed out around the holiday times. Um, and let's just say that it's a good thing that we do not work in a bike shop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Luckily, uh, they they tested them out before they went to uh, their their homes, because um, uh, we are certainly not bike mechanics. Yeah, they they came out with two wheels, right? <laughs> they did have two wheels confirmed. Awesome. Yeah. We actually, we had a little bike program too with some of the local schools. Why don't you tell our three listeners about that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so similar to what you guys did, we had a fleet of bikes um, brought into our facilities here in both Yakima and Sunnyside and we had some people assemble those and we distributed them to local school districts uh, in honor um, of students going to school with perfect attendance so the, pro- nice. the program was PACE so perfect attendance creates excellence <laughs> so kind of giving some goals and setting some uh, you know uh, driving those habits at, at a young age with those kids, uh, their their smiles said it all. They were really excited yeah, to, to receive those that's bikes. That's great. Yeah. You know, our craft beer customers have really inspired us to reach out and try to make our communities healthier. It just seems like, uh, you know, you folks there, William, at Arden Craft Ales and, and other of our craft customers are really focused on uh, reaching out to their community and trying to make them better places to live. And so... Uh, based on that, that's that's driven a lot of what we do with our corporate social responsibility. Yeah, community is what it's all about. Um, you know, here in Richmond, we have a, a pretty tight knit craft brewery community. Um, you know, certainly we're all all competing against one another, but before that, we're all we're all friends and we like sure. to help each other out. And it's it's such a collaborative community here. Um, it, it really makes what we do fun. Yeah. William, tell us a little bit about uh, Arden Craft Ales. Uh, how long have you guys been around? Uh, give us a little idea of what you know your personal background is, and uh, I'm sure our listeners would love to hear that. Sure, yeah. Well, a uh, good segue from the, the community standpoint. Um, Arden actually started as a homebrew co-op uh, in 2010. Oh. Um, our three founders uh, got together and rented out a really small garage space up in a neighborhood called Church Hill. Um, and purchased uh, the tried and true half barrel Sabco uh, homebrew uh, <laughs> equipment, and uh, basically every Sunday they opened the doors of the garage and invited members of the community to to come in and brew beer and learn about beer styles um, and, and taste the homebrew that they had been making. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did that for for several years and kind of got pretty good at it. And in 2012, they're like, you know what? I think we might be able to to, to do this full time. So they uh, got together and started writing a business plan. And uh, in June of 2014, Arden opened its doors to the public and we've been rolling ever since. Good. That's a great story. Gosh, what yeah, uh, humble yeah. beginnings. And uh, so were you a home brewer then prior to uh, becoming part of the Arden team there? I was. Um, I started home brewing. And I'm sure you've never heard a story like this before. Uh, <laughs> I started home brewing <laughs> in my college apartment, and uh, somehow stuck with it over the years and through many, many horrible batches of beer. Um, but when I saw an opportunity to take something that I love doing as a hobby 
and and turn that into a career i i jumped on it yeah and uh haven't looked back uh, that reminds me of a, a cute little uh I, I was at the uh last year at the washington state campus for a football game that's my uh, alma mater and uh I, I couldn't help but chuckle when I looked at one of the telephone poles with all of those little signs with the little clip-on things with the phone numbers. This one said, "Will drink your homebrew mistakes," <laughs> you know, and then you pull off the number, and he. And so obviously, this was a guy who uh, was probably less interested in, <laughs> in the academics of the college than uh, having a good time on the weekend. But, sure, <laughs> but. Uh, so, uh, uh, do you, are you guys big enough to maybe even get some of your beers in the ballpark there at, in DC? Um, probably not yet. Um, we are big enough, however, to sell our beer at our local minor league stadium. There um, so <laughs> they're one of our, our great partners and, uh, yeah, we, uh, we work well with them and sell quite a, quite a few beers at the uh, Richmond Flying Squirrels Stadium. The Flying Squirrels. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a great <laughs> mascot name right there. Yeah, somebody decided it would be a good idea to give the population of Richmond uh, a say in what they named the minor league team, and that, that's what we came up with, oh, Flying Squirrels. That's wonderful. I love it. There that's... are no Flying Squirrels in Richmond, by the way. Yeah, well, except, <laughs> not for, a, not a native species. except for the baseball players, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No, that's a great yeah. name. I love it. But they're actually the um, they are the San Francisco Giants uh, minor league team. So, okay. you know, we've we've had some pretty big names come through Richmond. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this guy, uh, Brandon Crawford. Yeah, but sure. uh, yeah, we we uh, long hair, play, play shortstop. A... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Some talent coming through Richmond. Yeah. So is that is that a, a short season A team or uh, what what level is it? I believe it's a triple-A team. Triple-A, um, okay. Yeah, but don't yeah, quote me on that. I forget Rich, Richmond's a little bigger uh, city than uh, um, what some are. Yeah. Yeah, so that that would make sense. So, yeah. uh, well, well, that's that's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I, I actually heard a funny uh, rumor about you guys turning it around to kind of go back into baseball. Uh, you know, back in May being 19 and 31, um, somebody had mentioned there's a storyline out there um, that Ryan the the Zim Zimmerman the local guy they adopted a dog from City Dogs <laughs> Rescue and that might be the deciding factor of when they decided to turn things around. Um, it was pretty pretty hilarious. But what, what's your what's your take on that? You know, I think anytime you can get uh, dogs and beer and baseball combined, it's, it's probably a, a good move. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh, the rest of the team should probably step up and all adopt one. <laughs> you know, one side of baseball is just based on probability and statistics and, and that whole side of it. There's another side of baseball that's just pure superstition. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see these pitchers walking out to the mound. They <laughs> hop over the, you know, the first baseline or third baseline or whatever it is. They don't want to touch out. That's bad luck. And so, maybe the dog was the turning point that brought some karma to the team and some good luck. And and uh, certainly can't can't argue with the results. Yeah, certainly not. So, uh, so probably the Nationals will be playing. It looks like the Houston Astros in the World Series. Now you never yep. say never, but three yeah. to, three to one lead and uh, 
I think they play in New York tonight, but then they go back to Houston. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty big hole to to for the uh, Bronx Bombers to uh, dig themselves out of. Um, how about you guys? I mean, do you guys have TVs at the bar where you you have the games on, and and do you have big crowds there uh, this time of the year uh, during the playoff run? It's a uh, pretty exciting here. We actually do not have any TVs in the tap room whatsoever, so we're kind of an outlier in that regard. Um, so if if it if it gets close, we might see our our crowds dwindling <laughs> a little bit. Um, but uh, I was uh, working in, in the brewery a couple uh, couple days ago. I mean, I guess the Nats were on the earlier game, and uh, our uh, social media coordinator. Uh, is a, a huge, huge Nats fan. Uh, he actually had tickets to game five of the NLCS, which ultimately he didn't get to go see. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when they started putting him on uh, in that first inning, there was a lot of commotion coming out of the office from downstairs. So he was uh, pretty excited and very vocal about his excitement. Yeah, that's the fun thing about baseball is it just you never know what's going to happen. You, you uh, certainly the Nationals this year, you know, the the uh, the mantra, never give up. I mean, here, yep. you know, they lose their young star uh, to free agency uh, to the uh, Phillies, and uh, they just have this wonderful season that, that didn't start out so good but uh, ended up well. And uh, so, William, a little bird told me that maybe you're maybe an Atlanta Braves fan. Deep down. I, uh, I am. Um, so, you know, I can certainly speak to the excitement of uh, Nats fans. Uh, but, you know, more recently, I can certainly uh, speak to uh, disappointment from previous uh, postseason runs. Um, you know, Atlanta had their uh, uh, pretty tumultuous game five, um, yeah. <laughs> at least the first inning. Um yep. But I, I feel like the Nationals are really playing for the National League East, and they, they were really playing for the Atlanta Braves uh, in that series with St. Louis. <laughs> there you go. I love that attitude. That, that's yep. my spin, at least. <laughs> that's the hook to get you into watching those games. But uh, Yeah, yeah. I, you know, being a, uh, an American League, uh, a fan of an American League team, the Mariners, uh, and we play in the division with the Houston Astros. So for me, <laughs> and, and I hate to, you know, make my uh, friends who are Yankee fans and Astro fans angry but i gotta tell you i mean it's the american league it's kind of the arrogant yankees versus the cocky astros and (laughs) you you know you sit there you love the baseball it's great baseball i mean these guys are uh, probably the best brand of baseball ever been played these these young kids and and the skill set that they have at the same time a little old school and i'm just thinking you know you hit a home run, drop your bat, put your head down and run. You don't sure. need to hop up and down and and uh, point at the other players and jaw off. And and if you do, back in my day, I mean, that was uh, grounds for getting one in the ear hole the next time you come yep. up to bat. <laughs> but uh, it should be a good series. Uh, uh, you know, I certainly will be rooting for the Nationals, uh, even though I'm an American League guy. <laughs> and uh uh, you always want to pull for the underdog. And, you know, I, I look at that, uh, the Washington pitching staff, for yeah. crying out loud. I mean, you know, you need a whole host of things to get to the playoffs, and Washington was a wild card team. But that pitching staff of, uh, you know, Scherzer and Strasburg and uh, Sanchez. you got Annabelle Sanchez and then Patrick Corbin's the lefty uh, starter. Um, 
they're going to stack up uh, nicely with uh, Cole, Verlander, and Grinky with the Astros, I would think. Um, yeah, it's certainly nothing to sneeze at, that's for sure. Yeah. So we'll watch the game today. You know, they've it's uh, Verlander and uh, Paxton and ex-Mariner yeah, on the mound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, always send the, the, they always seem to land in New York. Yeah. So, uh, so William, you were out a few weeks ago for selection, right? Yes, yep. That was um, Ardent's second time out for selection, and it was uh, my first time along for the ride. So that that was a, a great experience. Oh, awesome! Were you guys able to either before or after selection get out to some of the hop farms and, and visit some of our growers? Yeah, we actually were able to tour um, Sov and Son uh, Farm. Okay, um, they great. were kind of in their last days of harvesting while we were out there. We were out there uh, beginning of October. Um, so it looks like a great operation out there, obviously a fa- family farm. Yep. Um, it, it was, it was amazing. It was like a, a Willy Wonka machine. Uh, <laughs> it, it was such, such a cool, uh, operation to, to watch. That's great. You made it out to Sove's. I know that's a, a true family operation. There's hopefully you got to meet all three generations cause, uh, Mike Sove, the older generation, is usually around on his four-wheeler, driving around, making <laughs> sure things are being done right. And then Rick and his son, Eric. And and what I love about uh, the Sove family, one of the things I love is just the fact that they are a baseball family, too. They're, uh, Rick's a huge Dodgers fan, um, which I think he must have been dropped on his head when he was a yeah, kid or something. Yeah, I, don't, well, I don't know how that happened, but just their passion for baseball. Um I like to get down to spring training in Arizona every year and drug Rick and Michelle down there a couple of years ago with us, and, and they got the hook. They've been down for a few days ever since, so uh, nice. um, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. Um, you know, I just I did have a chance to uh, taste your uh, IPAX, William. Absolutely amazing. Um, awesome. Thank you. Thank how, you. How many cases did William throw up, uh, Alex? Uh, I might. I might put my tabs on uh, taking this can <laughs> home with me. It is it is amazing. And it's just you're right. It's it's not really a classic hazy, but it certainly has all the characteristic, the fruitiness. Uh, I think the mosaic citra combination is outstanding. Um, have you guys been using uh, any of the any of the cryo hops in any of your, any of your beers? We have not played around too much with the cryo hops. Um, Andy, our rep, has really been pushing them on us, uh, so mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm ready to try it. So yeah, um, I I just this re- it has such a strong hoppiness without the bitterness that it just it reminds me of a, a beer that uh, um, you know had cryo hops put into, and that's why I asked the uh, question. Um, but uh, I don't think you can go wrong with the citra mosaic combination. <laughs> no, yeah, we, we love that combo. Yeah, uh, a lot of the the great beers. We just uh, a week and a half ago had our Fresh Hop Ale Festival here mm-hmm. in in Yakima, and uh, a lot of the uh, winners had uh, either citra mosaic or one of the other in, in the uh, Fresh Hop beer, and um, certainly a, a a good event for us. Uh, but uh, and it looked like on yeah, your yeah, I was oh, sorry. Well, I was excited. Um, we uh, spent a little bit of time in Seattle uh, before we made our way up to Yakima for selection, and I was amazed at the uh, the number of breweries, number of uh, um, styles that were were wet hopped. Uh, that's not really a 
a style of beer we see too too often over here on the east coast but mm -hmm. man it had some some awesome beers out in seattle that had uh you know the wet hop yeah so it was exciting to to see something new We'll, we'll have to work on that for next year because I know um, it, it is a challenging time of the year for us uh, to try to get our fresh hops into as many beers as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, but once you taste a fresh hop beer and you're able to enjoy all of those wonderful flavors and aromas that come from those hops that haven't been dried and they're fresh out of the field, uh, it kind of creates a passion within our team <laughs> to do whatever's possible <laughs> to get them from point A to point B in a timely manner. Kudos. I, I just mentioned our logistics team this year. Kudos to them for being able to get fresh hops all the way to Korea oh, in wow. 31 hours in time <laughs> for three different brewers to pick them up at the airport and get them in, get them in their fresh hop beers. And, uh, wow. Um, I told our guys that if, if they pulled that one off, the beer's going to be on me. So we I still haven't paid up, but sometime we're going to make <laughs> our way out to Bill Breaker and invite the logistics team to do that. But uh, um, it's, uh, it's a wonderful style of beer, certainly one of my favorites. Um, and uh, so, uh, and you went to the Fresh Hop as well, Yeah, right? I did. Levi? I did. It was, yeah. uh, you know, it's my sixth six season going um and it's grown every year but the beers are just they keep getting better and better yep uh, more representation from throughout the united states which is really incredible um but i was i was looking on your website and it looks like you guys are going to be releasing a a sour ipa here in the next week or two yeah we uh did a collaboration with our buddies up in harrisonburg virginia um at pale fire and it's uh, a sour ipa that uh, we, we kettle soured using our, our favorite lacto blend and then dry hop that with uh, some Citra and Idaho 7. So we're, we're excited about that one. It's our first ever uh, kettle sour IPA. So we'll see where this uh, this takes us and what rabbit holes we go down. Yeah. Yeah. Idaho 7 is an interesting variety. I know we've been uh, working with uh, Nate Jackson, one of our growers down in Idaho, uh, with that variety. It's an interesting one. Uh, I think this year, for the first time, we're going to do a, a cryo uh, hop with uh, Idaho 7 and, and see how that works. Um, and uh, something we're doing with our cryo hops is expanding them kind of beyond our own big juicies into things like uh, Idaho 7, Azaka, uh, Cashmere, and then we'll have uh, Sabro, I think, for the first time this year. Oh, nice. So we're excited to... Uh, to get some some more selection for our customers that uh, are using our cryo product to make hop forward beers and excited about that so uh uh so yeah, cashmere so, is uh cashmere is one of the, the hop varieties that a lot of folks in richmond are really excited about um we have a lot of local guys doing some really great stuff with that hop yeah that's good to hear i know that uh it's one that's uh, seems to be growing in demand for us as well and uh, we'll be meeting with our growers here in the next couple of weeks to talk about uh, varieties we need to tap the brakes on and other varieties we <laughs> need to hit the accelerator on. And uh, cashmere is definitely one we'll, uh, uh, we've got demand for, and we'll be trying to get a few more acres in the ground to keep you guys uh, in a position to keep making great beer. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll keep doing that um, and, and see where it leads us. Um, 
So, so William, if if you're an Atlantic Braves fan, did you did you grow up kind of in the Atlanta area then? I didn't. I actually grew up here in Richmond. Um, okay. Before we had the Richmond Flying Squirrels, we actually had the Richmond Braves. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, I grew up watching uh, folks like Chipper Jones, uh, Ryan sure? Lemke, uh, Dave Justice did a little stint down here. Yep. So, you know, all, all these guys that, you know, made an impact in the majors, uh, you know, had spent a little bit of time down here in Richmond. You bet. Yeah. And so they uh, switched out their uh, AAA team uh, for the uh, the Giants then. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta kind of consolidated all of their minor league programs to the state of Georgia. Yeah. Um, which, you know, makes sense, but it was sad to see him go. Yeah, it's it's kind of, that's the trend is to get that triple-A team kind of as close geographically to the uh, the big league team in case there's an injury or something. You need to get that guy to the, the major league uh, ballpark in a quick, quick uh, deal. That's why it surprised me a little bit that uh, – uh, Richmond is the Triple uh, A team for the Giants because that's a little <laughs> tall, yeah. about as far away as you can get. <laughs> yeah, but uh, hey, whatever works for them, that's that's, that's fine right. with me. Yeah, so uh, we're uh, very happy to have you on the podcast today, William. Uh, you guys are doing a great job. Uh, we didn't get a chance to try your Pilsner, but I'm sure if it's anything like your IPAX, it's an excellent beer as well. Um, yeah. Thanks very much for joining us on the podcast. Levi, thank you for joining us and for uh, that quick warm-up in the bullpen. Um, <laughs> hopefully, uh, I think we've got at least one more podcast uh, scheduled, right, uh, uh, kind of to talk about the, the two teams in the World Series. And uh, uh, congratulations again to uh, the Nationals for being one of those, William. And... Uh, our sign-off line out here is, uh, you know, whether you're watching baseball or making beer, we wish you nothing but great hops. That's a good sign-off. All right. <laughs> good luck. Keep making great beer. And if there's any way we can help you here at Yakima Chief Hops, let us know. Awesome. Thank you All so right. much for having me. Have a good one and go Nationals. That's right. All right. Bye.